Three, two, one, zero, four, five. The zone. Welcome in, and it is a victorious Monday. Titans win twenty to nothing. Sit atop the AFC standings, tied with four games left. Who do you want to win this weekend? Indianapolis or New England? I think it's clear answer, personally. It's but, a uh, big conversation. You do? Yeah, clear. Okay. But what, what's your answer? You want to tell it later? No. I'll tell it now. I know that. I, I want to give the phone numbers first and introduce you guys. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five on Twitter. There she is, Don Davenport with her diet, Doctor Pepper. What's up? Bass? Hi. Hey, hey! Happy Monday! Happy Victory Monday, Titans fans! Been a while. And there he is. He's Ron Slay. I'm in a building. Car ain't got no roof. Best believe I'm in the building. Slater, what's up? How are you? I'm in the building. That's what's <laughs> up. It's going down. You enjoyed that 20 nothing win because you like watching that defense go out there and Man, dominate. Man, dude, it's flying around being excited like that. I'm, yes, give me that Heart all day long. got no roof. <laughs> at all. I mean it all. I loved it, man. I love it. And, and see, Byron didn't even get to get him one. Just oh, wait. He almost had. He would have had yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, just wait, boy. Ooh. They had multiple guys cutting in front of passing lanes. Like, I mean, so Rashawn Evans tip ball. That was off the receiver's hands. That was his second of the season. Mm-hmm. Jayon Brown one-handed pick where it looked like he was going to rush, and he dropped back. Adaney came with the pressure off the edge. Yeah. Christian Fulton with the deep ball. Great play. And Buster Screen had one. As well, Jayon Brown picked off his pass with one hand. Kevin Byard jumped right in front of that yep. route, too. So did. Like, he would have picked it off. He wouldn't got a left-handed, yo. So, it, hey, man. And I'm going to tell you what. With this game leading up to this Pittsburgh game, one thing about Ben, especially now, he will give you an opportunity. So, it's going to be plenty, plenty of opportunity to take some that to the team, house. That team's kind of frustrating, honestly, because you look at them and you don't think they should be that good. Next thing you know, it's like, 14, 13, the fourth quarter. Yep. Yep. You're like, how did they do this? Mm-hmm. Because Ben, he'll throw that one nine route, that go route, mm-hmm. a couple of times. So you got to defend that. But basically, he throws the ball five yards down the field or less. Yeah. Get it out quick. Reason being because of that offensive line. Now, Death by a thousand paper cuts. Imagine what Big Jeff and them are going to be doing. They, they Ears pinned back. And ain't no tell. See, now I'm going to be honest. This is the good thing about the Titans. It's kind of like Christmas after the bye week. Reason being, you don't know who you're getting back coming <laughs> coming the next week. You don't know who's coming back to the team, who's coming off IR, who's going to be uh, activated to play. Like they get Bud Dupree, and that would make sense with them going to play the Steelers. <laughs> By the way, it is officially hate, uh, Steelers hate week, according to Cuzzo Mike on Zone TV, Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. Twitch, mm-hmm. please. And when is Savagery on? Ramon. Ramon just wrote I period am period here period four period this period. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the Titans a two and a half point favorite in Pittsburgh. Yeah. How about that, Ramon? God, Ramon. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I have a terrible towel somewhere. I need to bring it in and stomp it, don't I? No, no, you, you do absolutely that? No. do not. <laughs> do not. 
Don't take that thing anywhere oh. near Keith Bullock what? or Lindell I was going to say, Lindell Keith White. Bullock will tell you that it's Bullock cool. the it's only fine. one. Bullock the fine. only one. He's the only one that got away with it. He had no issues. No, he didn't. Only they one. went on a run after that. Oh, well, see, there you go, Bullock. But not that not that game. Not that game, no. Well, no, I mean, they're not going to stomp up the this towel is, when they're losing. This is, listen, <laughs> this is my thing. They did win that game, and then they went on a long losing streak. I said in this five-game streak, there's one team I'm worried about. The Steelers. That's, that's in this because it's at Pittsburgh. Like, man, I done been up there numerous, numerous times. And if that game is close, one thing, the fans are coming to the game, and you got a very good team coming in there, so they're going to be loud. Man, if that music get to playing with that defense, man, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I done been there, and they supposed to – I seen them supposed to lose. And the game stay tight, and they play Renegade three straight times. And it, it changed the whole outcome of the game. Offensively, I don't think they can mess with the Titans. I don't think Ben and them can get it done. But I just don't know if 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 O line got to come and play, boy, because if not, it's going to be serious, man. You got to block. Do not field position is key. Titans have only won twice against Pittsburgh since 2008. Um, they've lost three in a row and six out of eight against the Steelers. <laughs> Aren't they that team though? The Pittsburgh yeah. team—they're the, just that frustrating <laughs> team. You think you should go in there and win by ten or fourteen, and next thing you know, you're down by four. It's the same to <laughs> me. Like, trying at the end. It's the same thing with Vrabel and the Titans when healthy. Like man, it ain't like I think the Titans are that team to a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't just bully this team. Like you can't. That's what we asked to see at the beginning of the season when they were getting ready to go to Seattle and they had lost. We were like, man, at least get out there and fight. Not what Arizona did to you. Like, get in the ring, square up, swing, take one swing, take one swing, keep it going. Like, you got to do it. And, <laughs> yeah, we got to see that. So, like, they got to go up there with, with man, no roof. Got, and, blow the roof off. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling Boy, hey, I'm telling you. Huh? I'm telling right you now. right there. I'm telling you, man, they got to come with it because if you don't, man, they got a song. I'm t- just like we got a song on here. Car ain't got no roof, and it mean everything. I don't care when hook play. I can be in the bathroom, and if I hear that hunk, that come, I'm just gonna y'all gonna see little droplets all over me because I'm gonna use it on myself. Woo! Like I'm telling you, I'm just saying. But they got one too. Imagery. Way too graphic. Oh, I'm sorry. Way too graphic. My bad. My Way bad. to paint a picture. Okay. I was just saying where well, I don't and have no people control. People are in their cars driving home from work. I could Way be talking about if I'm info. sitting in there washing my hands, though, babs. I'm washing my hands and they come on. And I just, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I just start shaking yeah. my hands. Bob That's Ross at 3HL. Okay. Great job, buddy. Okay. Well, then get my mind out of the gutter. <laughs> happy little clouds. All I'm saying is, I'm saying that to say, man, when they play Renegade, man, it's different. I'm telling you. Renegade like, Titans. No. No, no. Oh, that's the song they play. Yeah, you've spent a lot of time <laughs> in that you. stadium. Yes, I've never I'm been saying, to Pittsburgh, man. man. Listen, people are asking awful me things about in the that chat place. who I'm going for and all that. Listen, I'm a still a fan by blood. Mm-hmm. I'm a Titans fan because I'm here. That's what it is. My blood don't play for them no more. Now he he got he got he got to do something different. He got to roll with it. You know what I mean? And if they ain't playing the Titans, I'm pulling for the Steelers. But in this case. I'm pulling for the Titans, man. I, that, that's I got to pull for the home team. It, it's just it is what it is. But just saying, I, it's only one game. This and the Dolphins game, but this game because it's next. I'm telling you, man, Renegade Steelers did. need it too, man. 
And they ain't going to late for that. Tomlin ain't going to let them quit. What did we just bet when I came off the plane? When we was getting ready to get on the plane, they was getting blasted. I think they gave up 20-some points. I said, it man, was, I'm taking them. I think it was 26 to nothing or something. Yeah, and, I'm like, man. They, and the line was plus 21. Man, and you bet Pittsburgh. Pit, and then we had to go dark because we left Tennessee. Dark, yep. And we got off the plane. Pittsburgh had a chance to tie the game. Like, dude, Mike Tomlin's going to fight. Vrabel's going to fight. They teams resemble that. This, By the if you way, thought 20 and 0, 20 and nothing was ugly, this game could be uglier. Now, this could easily end 17 13 or something like that. With a bunch of injuries. That's what now, I'm worried about. Because this is going to be a, this is a heavyweight fight, fight in the middle one. of the ring. That, see, come on. See, now you talking there. to me. You talking to you, And you got the shirt on to prove it. Look at me. That's right. He locked the door. He ready to lock the door. Boom, boom room. Yeah. Who did we yeah. run into? Demarcus Ware. He went in the boom, boom in room. In New York City. Wanted so to go in the boom, boom room. He didn't want to come out. No, he didn't. He's like the one of my favorites. Yeah, what if I don't want to? Some of these, <laughs> some of these uh, portal party people ain't gonna want to come out. Nope. There's a lot going on in there, and we're gonna spank Memphis on Saturday. But go ahead. You're all over the place. Uh, here's another stat for you: Derrick Henry is but fourth in the quick. NFL in rushing. Still. Still. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. Najee Harris is six and having a good year. He's played five more games than Derrick Henry. It's like seventy yards short. Mm-hmm. This is a, this man, I swear. He's played eight games. Mm-hmm. He's he's a hundred away from Joe Mixon, who's played thirteen, and is in second. Crazy. Physical heavyweight fight, middle of the ring. Yep. Whose song are they gonna play? Cool. The Titans need to adopt the car and got no roof thing. Man, they, but they'll go. No, they might not need it, man, because they'll go crazy. They'll, I can see Big Jeff now out there trying to play with no helmet. Like that song will make you go crazy, man. For real, boy. Hey, ooh, you got to be careful. Bud out there, man. He'd probably be jumping off sides because it's playing. Man, them people go crazy without that song, man. I'm with that song. Don't, don't know. Ask Sappho tomorrow. Man, I, I, man. But see, Sappho's so smooth. Yeah. He got like a lot of control over himself. Sappho's more of a, like a glass of bourbon with a cigar. Yeah, guy. man. Like he's so smooth and relaxed. He ain't jumping around man. the music. Nah, uh-uh. But Taylor, <laughs> Taylor might go on to go off. You know what I mean? Low one? Yeah, hey, Taylor going to go, he can go crazy. Ben Jones, he's doing cartwheels. He's going to go crazy. He's doing what cartwheels. Was, it, was, it wasn't even a cartwheel. It was like a front uh, Almost frame. a somersault. Yeah, like, yeah. Seriously. So, uh, like, those things are not easy. Yeah. So, wait. I mean, like, your core. Is and he had already been playing it. in the game. That wasn't, like, the first play or something. Like, yeah, and he is battling <laughs> injuries. Hey, congrats to Taylor Lewan. Start number 100. Mm. Start number one came against the Jags, he said. Start number 100 came against the Jags. Mm-hmm. We need 101. All right, uh, Buck Rising, next, 3HL, 1045 The Zone. <laughs> Red Brian. Those things are cool. We were just talking about <laughs> Marlon Brando, of all people. He's like, yeah, he was weirder than a wooden watch. And Red wooden Brian. watches are really cool. I think Buck Rising's the kind of guy that would have a wooden watch. Yeah, he's like trendy or something. Buck, what's up? Hello, friends. Thank you, Dawn. That's I think that's a compliment. I'll take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you make of this twenty to nothing win over Jacksonville? Did you have a good time in enjoying that game, watching that game? No, did I enjoy it? No. Did I enjoy it? No, of course not. That was terrible. Um, but listen, I I wrote about this last night, and I wanted to I wanted to watch it again yesterday 
after I got home to kind of like process more rather than my react rather than my initial reaction of wow this is deeply uninteresting football and nobody much seems interested in taking advantage of offense on either side of things now the Jags are just wretched <laughs> and the Titans issues I think are are multi-layered as they've been for quite some time but honestly like that first drive where they march right down the field and after they avoid near disaster with a fumble on the opening kickoff to Chester Rogers does well to bring back in Tannehill scrambles on third and seven from the 48 they get that penalty on Wingard and they run right into the end zone and it felt like normal like I think it felt you know even if the parts looked different and and how they were doing it wasn't aesthetically pleasing like it was an efficient 10 play 74 yard scoring drive on your opening possession and that's that's what you needed I mean you could have won that game with with that drive alone turns out and you probably in in any iteration of this Jags team maybe only needed like 17 because their game plan was hugely conservative the rest of the way and that's fine so um I make of it that it's Baby steps, I make of it that you won 20 to nothing, you've swept your second division opponent, and there's still plenty of room for improvement, which is a, a positive as far as I'm concerned, even if yesterday didn't look all that great. One, one question about Jacksonville, I'm curious, uh, because obviously you're there, and so the TV copy doesn't always show this, but I saw a very disinterested team, obviously, with Jacksonville. Just watching their sideline, what's the over-under number of people on that sideline, coaches, players, whatever, that actually gave a crap? You know, I think their defense did. I mean, their their defense played well enough to like bother Ryan Tannehill, and I you, you saw the emotion on the on the Ryan Tannehill touchdown run where you've got the finger roll, and then you've got three hundred and thirty pound or three. Let me not let me not do Ben Jones a disservice. Three hundred and three pound Ben Jones say, doing a. Uh, I'm told it's not a not a full cartwheel. There's a different term for it and I am uh, as far as gymnastics terminology is concerned I'm not great but I would I'm going to call it a cartwheel <laughs> from Ben Jones and then on the other side you see Shaq Griffin their corner I mean all but throwing a fit because they've just given up this touchdown this back-breaking touchdown to a quarterback who they were probably going to be able to corral if they executed that defense efficiently and Ryan Tannehill made a play uh, ran it in from from a couple yards out, and that was it. And so I think they care. I just think that it's tough to because there's so many things going wrong for them right now. They're broken. I mean, this is this is a team that is uh, is talent bereft on offense that has all kinds of craziness swirling around their head coach right now. God knows how that trickles down to the rest of the staff, but if we're to believe the – Pelicero report on NFL.com this weekend. It's not great. And so I think I think they the players care. I think that just the head coach is such a toxic entity in the middle of all this stuff where everybody's watching a Jags press conference today, all the national media watching it, myself included, watching a Jags press conference today because they're two and eleven and he's a circus. We've never seen an NFL head coach be this much of a clown car as Urban Meyer is, and I don't know how you're able, how you're, how you should respond if you're that locker room. By the way, I just googled gymnastics terminology, and I think I came up with it. Go ahead, I'll tell you if you're right. 
around off. I was yep, going to say there that. There you go. I was you nailed say that. it. Good job, boys. Here's, here's the definition of what off. Ben Jones did in my view. And I, Okay. A dynamic turning movement with a push off one leg while swinging the legs upward in a fast cartwheel motion into a 90-degree turn to lead off to a number of skills. No, he just All right, so, so elements of a cartwheel, so I'm not completely no, wrong. You, no, you're right. Elements of a cartwheel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it starts as a cartwheel. It just mm-hmm. ends as a round off. Good job. Okay. I got smarter today. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, let's talk about, uh, speaking of Ben Jones, let's talk about this offensive line and, and protection. And, and I understand, you know, Roger Saffold is in and out with that shoulder injury. And I had said earlier, people forget he is playing injured and has this whole season. So the people that are ragging on him for not being able to to make it a full game, you know, without going down, it's because he's playing when probably, honestly, he shouldn't. But yeah. it's important. So um, anyway, so that's that's one thing. But as a whole, uh, what what is this offensive line going to be able to do moving forward because protection is a problem? I mean, they could run the ball. Um, and they couldn't run it overwhelmingly efficiently yesterday. I thought that the Jags had a pretty good answer for um, all the good things that Dontrell Hilliard did in the Patriots game. And I think that, you know, you can make some plays with Ryan Tannehill. I don't think you want to do too much of that because you don't want to inherently put your quarterback at further risk because he refuses to slide in a way that is maddening to me from the press box. I don't understand it. It is a, it's not like he's unathletic, like he's capable of doing it. I just don't understand why he doesn't. But Brewer is, Brewer is definitely a better run box blocker than he is in pass pro. Um, David Questenberry had a hard time yesterday. We've seen him be, I would, I would give him, I would say he has been consistent. I, I would say he has been solid. I don't think he's anything overwhelming. I don't think he's anything terribly special, but I do think that he has some redeeming qualities. It's just yesterday, Dwayne Smoot, who's, a pretty good player for the Jags. He's been there for a couple of years, and, and he's having a decent season among all of the bad things that are going on around him. So I thought that Questenberry got taken advantage a couple of times. And I thought, frankly, they between Ben Jones, I had Tony Baselli on earlier today, and he was kind of articulating, you know, it looked like they were having trouble reading the blitz concepts that the Jags defense was sending at them. And so there may have been some miscommunications as far as, Ben Jones and Ryan Tannehill, which direction do you slide your protection and how do you make sure that, that things, are, that things are, uh, are, are properly analyzed at the line of scrimmage? And I think they may have missed some. So I don't think it's entirely offensive line related. And I think that there is, there's, an, I mean, there's enough pieces there to survive. But, like, it may, it may look like some version of that at different points of the season. And you may not – Enjoy watching it, and it may not be as we talked about earlier. It may not be, it may not be, 350 yard passing games for Ryan Tannehill or or 40 touchdowns as he was uh, able to put together last year, 40 total touchdowns. But they can run the ball, and they can run the ball in the red zone, which is particularly difficult and a good way to kind of get back to what makes them them when they're healthy. Buck, do we ever get to see um, Christmas for the offense uh, with the Titans? Like, with the defense, I'm saying is you never know who you're getting back, who's going to be active coming in. But, boy, whoever's going to be active, it sure is a, a great lift. You got to get Danico back inside. Saw what Landry was doing with Sean Evans. Like, it, it was beautiful to see. The offense. Oh, yeah, they kicked ass yesterday. Or yeah. they, were, they were great. I right. Mean, they were really, really great. Now, the Jets. 
I mean, God bless Trevor Lawrence. I know the Titans fans don't care about whether he's uh, whether he succeeds, but my God, I feel bad for that guy because he he is just being <laughs> failed all around him, and he's clearly not developing. He looks so much worse than when they played him earlier in the season. So a combination of both things. I think that you know a, a week off does wonders for a pass rush. Mm-hmm. They could use some fresh legs, and and we'll see what progress Bud Dupree makes because he will be eligible to be uh, designated to return to practice. And then at that point, they can decide whether to activate him from injured reserve. That that timeline will pass, and he can do that before the Steelers game um, if they feel that he's physically ready. But I think that, I mean, as far as the offense is concerned, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to see A.J. Brown out there, and I need to see a consistent A.J. Brown out there right. because he has the most dropped passes, most dropped on-target passes on that football team this year. A.J. Brown has not had an overwhelmingly great season when he's been healthy. He's, he's dropped seven on-target passes, which matters because that quarterback could desperately use some help as far as on-target pass completions are concerned, especially with their best receiver. Julio was functional yesterday. Like, I don't think I, – I think that it may look functional and it may not look overwhelmingly great. Like, this is – this is a different player than we're dealing with now. I just think it, it requires a reset of your expectations for what you you thought they were going to be when you basically put together a bit of a Madden roster at in August, and then now we're in December and everybody's dragging a leg across the finish line, and it has to look different because of what they are or or are not able to do. I think the defense can be special, um, but the offense, I mean, I got I to gotta see what A.J. Brown's capable of whenever he gets back. Buck Rising with us on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline as we move toward Pittsburgh. Obviously, uh, the team looked like it had a lot more energy coming off the bye, but we have to at least point out the fact that they were playing maybe the worst team in football, okay? Now you go play Pittsburgh, who is a desperate team in a corner trying to fight its way into the playoffs on the road. As Slay keeps saying, a really tough place to play. What do you anticipate this weekend? Oh, I, I just as you laid out, I think you said it as well as I could. This is this is one of the best defenses in the league, and I know that you would look at that Thursday night game and be like, "Well, what the hell happened to Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings in in that game where they blew, where they almost blew a twenty nine point lead mm-hmm. over the Steelers in that game? Their their defense is capable, but they are so much different without T.J. Watt. Like so much changes for that Pittsburgh defense." without D.J. Watt. And the guy who replaced uh, Bud Dupree, I'm blanking on his name, is it Alex Hightower? I, Hightower is the oh, last is name. I, don't, I, I can't remember the name of the outside linebacker, the first name of the Pittsburgh outside linebacker. Um, but Hightower is a, a decent player who they've, who they've found uh, use for in the Bud Dupree role and who played when Bud was injured last year. They've got so many great players in that front seven, but T.J. Watt is the one that's truly still – exceptional all pro caliber defender and I mean Roethlisberger is smart enough to get them in positions to succeed but if you step on them early as you did the Jags you can bleed them to death and make them try and rally and find ways to stave that off just as Minnesota did so they if you want to talk about flawed teams that's that's the perfect case study this season for at what point do you decide to blow a long-term situation on an NFL team up. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are 
are teetering on that precipice, and it sounds like that's going to be this offseason for them. So, you know, why not just put them in their grave a little deeper and uh, and end this thing and come out with your first scripted series in a way that allows you to execute as you did on Sunday against the Jacks. Mm-hmm. Buck Rising at Buck Rising, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone, and his visits with us weekly are presented by Buddy Allen Carpet One. Buddy Allen Carpet One is the best, and I've actually got a Buddy Allen Carpet One hoodie on. So thank you very much to Zach and Jenna for sending those to us. I know the 3HL crew got them as well. Not only do they have the most comfortable hoodies in the game, they've got the best full-service flooring company in Middle Tennessee. Go visit them, family-owned business. They're always in the store making sure that you're getting exactly what you need, whether it's carpet, whether you're doing a bathroom remodel, Whatever, BuddyAllenCarpet1.com has you covered. There he is, Buck Rising. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate you. Thanks, Buck. Thanks, Buck. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. Buck Rising. Uh, Alex Highsmith, by the way, is who yeah. he was talking about. Alex Highsmith. Highsmith. He has some spurts. Definitely wasn't what Bud Dupree was doing, but yeah, some good spurts. Getting in a little debate with JV on the uh, YouTube chat here. Titans looked horrible on offense against the Jags, he wrote. Defense did what they're supposed to do against the Jags. I wrote, first home shutout since 2000. Fewest rushing yards allowed from any Titans team since they moved from Houston. The defense was very impressive, JV, with all due respect. So immediately I'm I'm thinking he's going to come back. Will the Jags suck? Well, the Titans have had really good teams that have played really bad teams and not done that. So I thought the defense, give, give them credit, man. They played well. They had a good scheme. They went against the film a little bit, and I think they confused a rookie quarterback. And I don't think he has any help from the sideline or the press box. Mm-hmm. No, at all. Wait, it's so weird to me, the whole, um, like, everybody, not everybody. I should not group everybody together mm-hmm. with this. But there's so many Titans fans that complain, oh, they don't get it done against the Texans and the Jets. And, you know, oh, they come to play against the playoff teams and, and but then they they totally fail against the crappy teams. Well, guess what? They didn't totally fail against the crappy Jags this right. time. So, right. and their defense played well. And that's, that's I mean, four takeaways. Yeah. You can you can sit here and rip this offense all you want. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my my take on that is Ryan Tannehill did not throw the ball to the other team, yep. and that was huge. Yep. That was huge because that has been a problem. And I will say that you can rip this offense because. The defense took the ball away four times and gave them four opportunities to capitalize off of those points, and you did not, or off of those takeaways, and you didn't do it. So I think you can make that argument offensively, but I just don't understand the, oh, well, that's what they're supposed to do against the Jags with the defensive top. They're supposed to force four takeaways? (laughs) No. I mean, you know. Dayon Browns was, I mean, that was a phenomenal play, one-handed. Christian guy. Fulton's play was a phenomenal play. Coming off his man and running about 30 yards. Yep. Good energy wins every time. In Rashawn sports, Evans dude. off a tip ball. Yep. I mean. Yep. That's what I always tell you, man. Play with good energy. Fly around. Communicate, man. That's good energy. It spreads. And I promise you, any sport, the ball picks that up. It picks up that energy. That's why they always say be positive. Positive energy. See what happens when you got negative energy. Then you just squat it over, bending down, looking at the ground like Urban Meyer, trying to figure out how to get out of there. But my thing <laughs> is, man, twenty to zero, dude. I, I, I mean, 
<laughs> give me that coming out of a give me that coming out of a bye. Give me that coming out of a bye, getting ready to go. Everybody's still fairly healthy. Nobody's worse. But man, I, I I take it all day, dude. I take it all day. I take it all day. Here's a guy in the chat. That Jay on interception, he caught with one arm while backpedaling. It was. Mm-hmm. I was, it was. Like, Dang it. I would have had that one. Heck of a play. <laughs> Great job, Jay on. Bayard, you got an opportunity to come Sunday. I promise you that. He's going to put it up there. Yes. Yes. Tuesday. Speaking of Tuesday uh, and the Titans, we broadcast live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Mount Juliet. That's tomorrow. Jim Wyatt, Alan Bell will join the show. Roger Saffel will be our Titans guest. Um, so we're looking forward to that. The Washaway Toast coming up at 445. Woo! If you don't know about that, you need to know about that. If you don't know, now, now you, you know, know, baby. Ron Slay <laughs> controls the room because there are 24 free beers being passed out by uh, Miller Lite people. Yes, indeed. For the Washaway Toast, and they are free of charge. If you're there, you'll get one, even if there are more than 24, because often there are. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking forward to that, and uh, it's always fun. So if you're in the Mount Juliet area, um, come hit us up. Uh, also, we'll be talking about how uh, all five of our radio stations here at Cumulus Nashville will be uh, helping tornado survivors. Um, just uh, just an unbelievable thing um, to wake wake up to, especially when you know, you've know you got a family at home and you're out of town and you wake up at somehow at like 3.30 in the morning you turn on Twitter and see what's going on. And, and um, our thoughts and prayers to, to the community in Mayfield. Uh, Kentucky, certainly, and and everyone that was Bowling Green, Kingston Springs, Dixon, uh, Mount Juliet, all, all the people mm-hmm. uh, that have been affected by these uh, these storms, uh, just just um, just awful stuff. But prayers up, and and uh, we'll be telling you on the radio station how you can help as we move forward. Uh, we'll be right back. Three HL powered by you on one hundred four five The Zone. <laughs> Slay literally these words just came out of his mouth. I'm normal. I'm the I'm the most normal you'll find. Well, out of who? Definition of normal is <laughs> out of all the other normal people. <laughs> Hunk's, Hunk's not normal. Oh, I'm not no, I'm not normal. Don Davenport's not normal. Not normal, man. Brent Dort is not normal. I mean, I don't think that we need to, like, define normal. I mean, what really is normal? See, that's what I'm saying. I think if we were normal, we wouldn't have this job. Pro- you're probably right. <laughs> oh, no, normal's boring. By the way, so <laughs> Slay and I chose to walk home from dinner in New York. When, when was that, Friday Which night? It was a great dinner, Italian dinner. Oh, yeah, Friday night? The, yep, the Friday Smith, night. Midtown uh, Manhattan. With mm-hmm. the wall of alcohol. It had a wall yeah. of alcohol. With a big ribbon tied around it. Mm-hmm. This is a present. I may have taken a picture of that and put it out on social media saying, I wish I had this wall in my house. But um, So we decided to walk because uh, I, I just love the vibe in the city, the energy of the city, all those things. It was crowded, man. We went, we're like, Slay had a great plan. Let's go to Rockefeller Center, watch the people skate, and smoke a cigar. I said, yeah, that sounds great. So we went into this cigar bar, and there was so much smoke in that place, you couldn't see anybody. And then guess what? It was so much walking. Nah, I wasn't ready to just stand up there and watch them skate no more. 
Well, there were so many people. That's like what you, it was. That's you couldn't even so see the, the rink, basically. Well, so Slay could because he's six foot eight. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, us normal guys are down here at 6'2". Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't see. Normal. It. I was normal up there. So me and Slay took a very romantic picture with the Christmas tree in the background. <laughs> Rockefeller Center. No, but then Slay had to pee. <laughs> Bad. And let Ooh. me tell you. Like, the one big difference between New York and, and Nashville is everywhere you go, you got to flash the, the vaccination card. So they don't want just some straggler in there to yep. use the bathroom. Ain't no just walking in somewhere. Like, we had it, but it, nah, it's, it's so too we, much to go through. We asked, you know how, like, you use the walking map, and sometimes it can't catch up with you where you're walking, so you end up walking both ways? Like, anyway. So we asked a New York City police officer, hey, you know where the Sheridan Times Square is? And he goes, no, but Times Square is over there. Yeah. I'm like, I like, dude. Everybody up there talks in streets, like street crosses, right? Like, yeah. so is it 40, is it 7th and, and 53rd? Mm-hmm. Which is what it was. Talking on the grid. Yeah, which makes it easy, except when you don't know. Except when you ain't from now. So then, uh, so Slay made it. I was really worried that, that, Something bad was going to happen that he might get carted off. Oh, man. Let's just be honest. So he would have been the first one to use the bathroom on the sidewalk in New York City. Yeah, but it was, that's what I told Mayor. I was I was definitely with that. But, man, they got cameras everywhere. Yeah. Because we were right at that point when I almost couldn't hold it no more. I was, we were right there at Rockefeller. And they got mm, – that's the wrong building to be trying to – And we still had like seven blocks to go. So did. After that. But then, you made it. That was our big uh, one adventure thing. Yeah. That almost went drastically bad in New York City. Then you but, had to use the hotel key to get into the regular bathroom. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Luckily, I had I the key. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was wild. So, uh, we had a good time. Army, Navy, man. And, uh, man, just uh, after the game, walking out on the field and, and seeing the ultimate elation from, obviously, the Navy people that had only won three games all year, but won this one, man. Mm-hmm. Slay, I appreciate you going live, by the way. Yeah, man. I was, I, was, I was able to actually, like, see what all was going on. I tried to stay as long as possible live. And then one time it cut off on me, but I, I pretty much got a little bit of everything. Tried did, to post it. Hunk, did you uh, did you win your little Hunk Titans game? My little Hunk Titans did win, thank you very much, on a Tanner roll. Tanny roll. Tanner roll. That's Tanner right. Roll. That's right. Tanny roll. You told us what was going to happen. Yeah, Steelers week, man. This is where the hatred got. The history of this organization, Steelers is the team. You're allowed to hate Ramon this week, by the way. Yeah. We still love him, but we can hate okay, him this gonna, week. I mean, lob shots at him. It's going to be rough on me. Um, I, but, I, <laughs> but I don't want to get lost in translation. Is, yeah. Memphis going down. Oh, here we go. Little penny. Coach's show is next. <laughs> Mike Vrabel at 6 o'clock. Next. Tighten up. Yep. Mm-hmm.